Fierce Fan Media. Really fucking kick-ass NASA stuff this week. Okay. That, when I was reading it, it blew my fucking mind. Well, you're going to have an extra long corner today because it's just you and me. I know, and I have a hard time keeping up with you with your political stuff. I'm going to do my best, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Weekly Wind Down. It's just J&J. Jackson Julie sisters tonight. It's your favorite duo. <laughs> Listen, back said that she only listens to the ones that only me and you were on because those are her favorite. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. this will be an extra little treat for her. Yeah, I'm gonna have to tell her. Um, tonight I am drinking uh McGrail Vineyards. I just joined this winery, it's in Livermore, it's very good. Um, this one's Colton's uh Cabernet, it's the Lucky Eight Vineyard. And I think it's my favorite one that they make. So mm. I opened it. So I wasn't canceling tonight. <laughs> it's like a special occasion. Open. Yeah. I even put it in a real wine glass. I never do that. I, I usually drink it. it out of like plastic cups, but no, I have a fancy <laughs> ass, big red wine glass that I'm sipping my luxurious Cabernet out of. And it's delightful. 10 out of 10. I'm uh, drinking moonshine from. We're such Bur- different creatures. Yeah, I know. It's the <laughs> it's the mango habanero moonshine, and then I'm also drinking a beer with it. Did you get that one from uh from North Carolina? That this is it, and yeah, that's, that's all that's it? left. Yeah, when they had me yeah. drink that moonshine while we were there, like, ooh, I hadn't had moonshine since the Navy, but that flavored stuff is good. It's really good. Yeah, I had it's the, not like I think it was blueberry. That one was good. And it's not like 180 proof or anything like that. Like they have it on this little thing. I think it's like 120. Oh, well, that's nothing. Like, yeah, it's not like. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, for a moonshine though, yeah. it's, not, it's not super, super potent. Perfect for me. And you're drinking a beer with it? Yeah, and I'm drinking an Angry Orchard with it. Girl, you hardcore. I wasn't even going to drink. And then when all the messages started going back, I was like, you know, I'm turning up for Jack. I'm rallying. Here I go. Mm-hmm. I said, I know my sister's going to be drinking tonight. I'm drinking with her tonight. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about, mm, I got a few emails from some of our listeners and you all were very upset that I mentioned that we should consider equipping schools with uh, the surveillance cameras that can detect early detection out in the parking lot and, you know, have the bulletproof doors and windows because you said it sounded an awful lot like Ted Cruz speech at the NRA convention. And I want to say a few things about this. Number one, I haven't even seen Ted Cruz's speech at the NRA convention. This may surprise some of you. I don't watch NRA convention stuff, so I hadn't <laughs> seen anything. Um, number two, I would much rather see an assault rifle ban than have to treat our schools like prisons, like above and beyond. I was stating that as a, if they're never going to pass a law, we have to do something to protect our children. And I don't view that as like a Democrat or Republican point. I view that as someone who has a child and as someone who doesn't want to see another child murdered. I don't care what we need to do to protect them. We need to protect them. And if Congress isn't going to do anything, I'll fucking do anything minus arming teachers. And I don't think more guns are the solution. Like, I don't think any, any of those measures 
um, are going to protect our kids. But if that makes you upset and makes me sound like a Republican to you, I still stand by it. I don't <laughs> like. Well, you're talking about it as a, like you said, a parent, not as a Democrat. Well, and I'm like talking about it as if you're not going to give us gun control legislation, I don't right. want another Sandy Hook. I don't want another um, Ovalde. Like, I don't want another one. of. I don't want another Parkland. I don't want to see another. I don't want to see any more kids with holes in them the size of fists. Some of those kids couldn't even be identified because they were missing their faces. Oh. So, like, yeah, when I say things like if we can, if you're not going to give us gun control and the only thing you'll settle on is hyper protective systems for our schools. I, I like, what do you, what am I supposed to say to that? Sure. Mm -hmm. Let's try something because what we're doing doesn't work. And this constant back and forth about gun control, every time one of these shootings happens, I, I can't do it anymore because every single time we're talking about it over the echoes of dead children's voices. And like, I can't, I can't. So again, um, I'm, I'm not sorry if it upsets you because that's still how I feel. Um, it's not yeah. my number one solution. It's not even in my top three to regulate gun control and to keep these hands out of these fucking keep these guns out of these people's hands. Like, yes, I would love to see an assault weapons ban. Yes. I would love to see the, the age requirement move up to 25. Yes. I would love to see mandatory firearm training. Yes. I would love to see insurance regulations put in on, on anybody who owns a gun. Yes. I would like to see a psyche eval. Yes. I would like to see all of those things, but with the current state of our Congress, I'm not going to get them. So until everyone agrees that we have to vote them out, I, I can't stomach seeing more dead children. Uh -huh. Well, and, and two, like that was one of many things that you said, like, don't make that the only thing you hear because it sounded like Ted Cruz. Well, like and guys, if you don't know by now, I'm not going to mimic Ted Cruz's talking points. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I, I personally, nothing. I mean, I, I totally see the, the need for something like that. If other things aren't going to happen. I mean, security cameras, you can see, I mean, people, ha you have them in grocery stores. Yes. I know you also have them in prisons and jails, but you have them a lot. You have them in your house. Mm -hmm. I have security cameras at my house just to protect my house. <laughs> well, not you just know? that it, it protects having security. And I was speaking more of like early detection systems where they're pointed outside the school. So people could, right. so you could monitor who was entering the school all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, I don't like Ted Cruz's approach of one door being open because that's a fire hazard. Like you can not only have one door open in a school if you're trying to evacuate 1500 students at the same time. Plus mm -hmm. that's like fish in a barrel. Like I'm not, that's not what I meant by that. I meant that if we could technology, listen, I work in aquatics. We have detect detection systems now where we have cameras on our pool that if there's something on the bottom of a pool too long, it sends an alert to our, our lifeguard room. So this is the same kind of thinking, right? It's, it's a, a last resort fail safe. And why do we put security systems on our houses to deter people from entering them? If you, if you even stick a security sign in your front yard, you're less likely to get invaded because it's a deterrent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not, we have to stop thinking and guys, we've been doing this for what, five years now. I don't know how many times I have to tell you it's not zero sum. This doesn't have to be the only solution. It's one of the solutions. All of these deterrents, it has to be a pronged approach. 
all of these deterrents. Because guess what? Even if you, we raise the age and even if they have to undergo psych evals, and even if there is a 10 day waiting period, some people are still going to get a hold of these weapons because we're still selling them. So that's not even Mm -hmm. a a foolproof thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't understand why we're not throwing billions of dollars at protecting our children. Like, I just, I just don't understand. We have security guards in, in, finance buildings that patrol the lobby that would stop someone from entering, but we don't treat our schools that way. Like it's just kind of baffling to me. And again, I wasn't trying to mimic Ted. Ted Cruz is a fucking pine cone. Like he, he is, he, he was making those statements in bad faith. I'm making them in good faith because I would like to protect our kids. So Thank you to the seven of you who emailed me complaining that I sounded like Ted Cruz. I was just going to say that. Noted. I, I, <laughs> I was just going to say that I don't know exactly what you just said, how at this point people are not wanting to do everything they possibly can to protect the kids. Like something- We protect our congressmen more than we protect kids. Our Walmart home office here has... Mm-hmm hired their own personal um armed cops you have to be certified to walk around the fucking home office Mm -hmm. and to check people in and whatever like how at this point and i know people don't want schools to feel like you know be scary for their kids for sure kids having to see people armed which i totally understand you know it's worse seeing your classmates shot up what's worse yes well that's not like yeah i understand that that would be an adjustment for them but would it fucking keep them alive and deter these sick people from going and killing uh, dozens of children it's like worth it in my opinion i'm not saying to go arm it you know with all kinds of stuff but but more guns in schools is not the solution not by teachers i don't want to see teachers carrying weapons no i don't either but some type of protection for them, whether it be cameras or whether it be, we have here, I mean, I mean, they hire, um, I forget what they're called, but they're on-site police officers. It's actually like a detail that you can take. They had him in Uvalde too, though. And, but he wasn't there. They had him in Parkland. He hid for 50 minutes. Oh, I thought, oh, he hid? He hid. I thought he was walking up and saw the guy. No, in Parkland. He oh, hid in from Parkland. Him. Oh, okay. And that's when that Supreme Court ruling came down that police officers don't actual actually have an obligation to put their lives in danger for citizens. Like he couldn't be held accountable for it. He he's under no obligation, legal oh, obligation. Jesus Christ, you don't have a moral fucking compass to go. Save they don't kids. rule on morality. Well, they shouldn't rule on morality, but they do. I just think something has to happen. Like whatever that is obviously the the good solution would be to stop selling fucking guns make protocols to make it harder like that's to me that's the bare minimum of what needs to happen something has got to change seriously mental health i mean we, we've talked about it all last episode like there's well, here's so the, here's much. the thing about and i agree with you about the mental health argument um i i in 
by that, I mean, I think we ignore it too much here and there's a, there's a stigma attached to it. I mean, we had therapists on here to discuss this very issue, but my counter argument to that is when people are like, oh, well, it's just because, you know, we're godless or whatever, blah, blah, blah. We're not the only country in the world that has mentally ill individuals. We're not the only country in the world that has violent people. We're not the only country in the world that has bad people. We are the only country that suffers like this from gun violence. So what is the common denominator there that we're missing from all the other countries that have people just like we do in the United States? Guns. Guns. That, that's what it is. Look at our neighbors to the north, Canada. They have just as much land mass as the United States, but you have to go through a federal firearms class to obtain a weapon. You have to get special permitting. You have to go through a psych evaluation. You have a 28-day waiting period. Like you have to go through all of these hoops to jump through and you have to recertify yourself every few years and go through it all over again. Smart. They don't have mass mm-hmm. shootings. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? The people that are stable enough and trained enough to own weapons aren't the ones doing mass shootings Mm -hmm. and they're willing to go through the hoops to Mm -hmm. obtain the firearms that they love so much. Like Mm -hmm. there are, we, we have examples in place to mimic and we just Mm -hmm. won't because we have a group of people here that would rather rub their dick all over AR 15s than, than to protect nine-year-olds. Like Mm. when, did you see that interview on TikTok with that mom that went into the school after they like handcuffed her? No. Okay. So this mom, she got the call that there, there was a shooting at the school, drove 40 minutes from her job to the school. When she got to the school site, she was like, I'm going in there to get my kids. Like, why the fuck are all of you standing out here doing nothing? I've the cops handcuffed this. her, handcuffed mm-hmm. her. The U.S. Marshal showed up, said, go ahead and take her out. Oh, no, the U.S. Marshal's handcuffed her. The police showed up and said, go ahead and uncuff her. As soon as they uncuffed her, she hopped the fence and ran into the school she went to her first son's door, listening for gunshots the whole time to see how close the shooter was, opened up her first son's door, got all of those kids out, ran to her, and the cops are chasing her the whole time, trying oh to get her God. back out of the school. She's left, a fucking hero. Got to her <laughs> second kid's classroom. The teacher wouldn't open the door for her, and I don't, I don't blame her. She doesn't right. know like what's actually what's going, going on. on. Right. Yeah. So she was yelling through the door at her, um, cause this is way further away from the shooter, like much, much further down. The kids are obviously in different grades right? until the teacher knew it was safe. Then got all those kids out of the class. She's a, she's, she deserves a fucking award. Well, and then the police told her that if she testified, if she started telling the media what she did, she has a probation charge from 10 years ago, they'd lock her back up. And this oh. is coming from her mouth. Not, I'm not like, you can look this woman up. And see all of this for yourself. I'm not speculating. I'm not like making inferences. You can, you can look it up and see it for yourself. Instead of awarding her or at least saying fucking thank you. Thank you. To her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she's saying fuck it anyways and telling everybody what good for her. Mm -hmm. Well, she got a lawyer. She finally got a lawyer and was like, no, tell your story. Like, fuck these guys. (laughs) They can't prevent you from telling the truth of what happened. Right. Good well, for and her. the captain who was in charge that day got voted in to uh, the city council, their election ended. He's now a sitting city council member. And now that he's a city council member, he's not cooperating with any investigation. It was just so botched by the police. And listen, 
I am not here to blame individual police officers. I understand that they were given shitty orders. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying Jim, Rich, whatever, Dan, mm-hmm. whatever their names are there are individually responsible. I am saying though, one, shitty leadership, shitty orders. Two, as someone coming from the military, there are certain orders I would have ignored. Mm. I just would have flat out ignored. Uh-huh. This would have been one of them. You're, it would involve children. Right. Like, you're, it, it's children. You know there's one guy. You know there's right. one. Right. Like, I would have at the very least been looking outside the window, seeing if I could have gotten a shot from him from one of the windows. Like, something especially you were in the building you knew he was barricaded in i don't know i i just feel like i would have died trying in that instance because that would be better than how they look right now is it though you know you you've been in those kind of situations and so have i where there's the adrenaline just pumping through you are you following orders because in my mind they have somebody else doing something more important than it is for me to go through this door you know what i mean like do they are they working on something else that i could possibly get in the way of sure and i don't i don't disagree with that and i think it's totally situational like if let's say i was back in iraq and those orders are coming down i would assume they had more intelligence than i did right because i wouldn't have been privy to everything going on right but in a really isolated school shooting where like in my hometown where I, I probably know. knew some of those kids right. and I wasn't getting like any real answers and I could still hear the shooting and there's kids on the phone on nine one one and they're passing those messages along. Oh, I don't know. I think you break protocol. Right. And deal with the consequences later. Like, right. Oh. I don't, I don't know how you don't. That fucking mom. I need to look that up. I read, I remember seeing something like about, about that on TikTok, but I didn't um, dive into it that good for her, man. She did more than they did. One mom <laughs> was like, fuck you, like, assholes. I'm going in. 40 fucking minutes away. Yeah. At that. <laughs> like, you're not even hopping a fence, running from the Well, what's crazy is 40 minutes away and she got there and he was still shooting. Oh, that's so horrific. He could still hear the gunshots. That's so, so, so horrific. We had a shooting out here. I know it wasn't a school shooting, but. Um, I don't know if you read about it out here in Tulsa a few days ago, mm-hmm. a gunman went in and killed four people because he was mad at his uh, surgeon yeah. for still having pain. And hospitals have security, mm-hmm. but it's Oklahoma. So again, loose fucking gun laws. Mm-hmm. And he just walked in and started shooting people because mm-hmm. he was pissed off about having pain. Like people, and that's what scares me about. And I know the shootings, I don't want to say small shootings, but shootings like that happen all over the country every single day, you know, but I, when stuff like school shootings and stuff happen, I almost feel like some of these sick, sick people out there get these thoughts in their head to go do this crap. And it trickles down into their minds. Like I'm terrified that there's going to be another school shooting. Because some sick kid out there is seeing all this publicity that this um, shooter has got and that this uh, tragic event has got. And some sick kid out there is getting this 
fucked up thought in their mind to go do something like this again. Well, and it doesn't and even have to be a it, kid, right? It could be anyone. It, yeah, it could be anybody. That's true. It could be a disgruntled parent going through a nasty me. divorce. It could be, you know, somebody that me. this guy who just crashed his truck in front and decided to go in. He was on his way to um, his high school. Each day, 12 children die from gun violence in America. Another 32 are shot and injured. Each day, 12 children. Guns are, number two, guns are the leading cause of death for among children and teens. One out of 10 gun deaths are 19 and younger. Number three, firearm deaths occur at a rate more than five times higher than drownings. Five times higher than drownings. Number four, the U.S. has had 2,032 school shootings since 1970, and these numbers are increasing. Alarmingly, 948 school shootings have taken place since Sandy Hook Elementary in December 2012. 948 school shootings have taken place since the tragedy at Sandy Hook Elementary in December 2012. Mm. Number five, school shootings have returned to pre-COVID levels and by some accounts have increased. However, U.S. Department of Homeland Security research shows that if we know the signs of gun violence, we can prevent it and reverse the trend. Number six. Since the historic attack at Columbine High School in 1999, nearly 300,000 students have been on campus during a school shooting. 300,000. Uh-huh. Number seven, an estimated 4.6 million children live in a home where at least one gun is kept loaded and unlocked. These improperly stored weapons have contributed to school shootings, suicides, and the deaths of family members, including infants and toddlers. Hmm. For who the fuck has a gun that is locked or unlocked and loaded? Number eight, children in the house. Nearly half of all parents with a weapon in the home wrongfully believe their children don't know where the gun is stored. Hmm. 68% of gun related incidents at schools were taken from the home of a friend or a relative. From their home. Or of a friend or a relative. Or of a relative. Yeah. In four out of five school shootings, at least one other person had knowledge of the attacker's plan, but failed to ignore it. Or failed to report it, sorry. Number 10, in a comprehensive school shooting study, the Secret Service and Department of Education found that 93% of school shooters plan the attack in advance. When people see the signs and get help, we can end school shootings. 93% plan the attack in advance. Uh. Number 11, almost all mass school shootings shared threatening or concerning messages or images. More than 75% raised concerns from others prior to the attacks. Bystanders saw warning signs in most documented actor shooter cases. <sighs> Number 12, children living in poverty, urban and rural, are more likely to die due to gun violence than their more affluent peers. Number 13, about one out of five gay and lesbian youth have been threatened or injured with a weapon on school property. One out of five. Okay. That's 20%. That's a lot. Black youth. That's high. Black youth are four times more likely to be killed with guns than their white peers. 15, the majority of individuals diagnosed with mental illness do not engage in violence against others, which is kind of debunking that whole, oh, it's all because of mentally ill people. The majority of individuals with diagnosed mental illness do not engage in violence. Lastly, it must be remembered that 90% 
of teenagers killed in the act of dating violence are girls. Hmm. And all of those facts are from the Sandy Hook Promise. You can look them up. It's just called sandyhookpromise.org. Um, you can, it's the parents who, of the children that were killed in Sandy Hook that formed this foundation and have been working tirelessly to try and prevent another Sandy Hook and um, still another 978 school shootings have taken place since their second graders were murdered. Oh, second graders. I just, it would be so infuriating to be one of those parents of any of these school shootings not even just the kids that were killed, but just to have a child that was even there and still to have nothing happening. Mm -hmm. Like, how can the fuck you say you care about your kids and what happens to these kids and do nothing? How can you be pro-life and not care what is going on in these schools? Because it's, not actually about the kids it's money and then religion and it's like but it's not and selfishness and selfishness i like and my money. toys and yeah in money it's like oh my god it just kills me well, like and now the superintendent of that school said that none of those kids or teachers will be returning to that school next year they're they're not going back to that campus and well, I understand his reaction to that because I can't think of anything worse than forcing these kids to go back to a school like that. Right. That's not how PTSD works. Okay. If that were the case, we wouldn't have a veteran putting a gun in their mouth every 22 minutes. Like that's just not how PTSD works. Anything can trigger that memory for you. Any school building has the potential of triggering that memory for you. Backfiring cars, fireworks, all of this stuff, all of this trauma, even for the kids who were in classrooms that didn't see a damn thing, you have now traumatized these children forever, forever. Mm -hmm. They are going to live with being the survivors of this. And I can't even imagine mm -hmm. how the kids are going to feel who weren't at school that day, who were sick, who were in the bathroom when this happened. And that was their class. Like, you all are so worried about kids growing up hearing the word gay or transgender, but you don't give a shit that they are now going to deal with this real life, tangible trauma uh -huh. forever, uh -huh. forever. There will not be a single day that these kids do not think about what happened and not just them, the 300,000 kids that have been on campus when a school shooting has taken place. Uh -huh. Like, and you're absolutely right, Joel. You, you, you all are so full of shit about being pro-life. You're not fucking pro-life. Uh -huh. You're not, you're pro-birth. That's it. Because uh -huh. you don't give a shit about these kids. Texas has the strongest abortion bills in the country and you do not give a shit about these kids. Uh -huh. And you can save your, oh, these poor people, thoughts and prayers. We're not going to send them back to school. Fuck off. Fuck off. Because you don't care. 
If you cared, you would have done something about it after Columbine. You would have done something about it after Sandy Hook. You would have done something about it after Parkland. You would have done something about it after Columbine. Throw a, a, yeah, uh, yeah. Throw Mm -hmm. a, throw a dart at a U.S. map and pick a school shooting location or a mass shooting location. Mm -hmm. So take all of your pro-life. Oh, it's murder because actual living half grown people are being murdered and you can't be fucking bothered because well, AR 15s are fun to shoot. Mm. Like, do you, sometimes I want to be like, do you hear what you're fucking like, do you hear what you're saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, could you imagine if you walked into a party, took 15 shots, grabbed your car keys and then mm. we're like, well, what it's fun to drive drunk. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? I mean, yeah, that's actually a good analogy. Yeah. I mean, what do you get? It's fun for me. I don't care what happens to anyone else. I have a good time doing it. Uh, People would, you'd be committed. You'd be locked up. You'd have so many people calling the cops before you even opened your car door. uh And I mean, that's the right thing to do for sure. Right. (laughs) Right. But people wouldn't look at you. Like people would be like, you fucking lost your mind, but this Uh no, we'll just keep painting pictures on the side of tiny coffins. Oh, and I'm not hating on the artist that did that. I think that was wonderful and really touching and something nice he did. But I'll tell you what, I bawled my fucking eyes out. Mm. How, how how many children have to die? How many? Like, what's the, I, I, I was thinking about this the other night. What's the number? Like, I don't what think is, there, I don't what think is there the number? is one. I don't think there is one. I don't, I don't think because of money and selfishness I do not think I I don't see it changing or unless it starts personally and directly affecting them I don't think anything is going to change unless it affects one of their children directly and even then Jax I don't I don't see anything changing I don't think there is a number It's disheartening and it's sad and it really puts things into perspective. If you look at, like you said, talk people in schools, them, oh, you, you can't say transgender. You can't talk about sexuality. You're, you know, the whole pro-life pro-choice thing. It really puts things into perspective when you see what they are trying to do and their narratives for doing these things and putting bills in place and trying to make, you know, to reverse Roe versus Wade, their narratives for doing these things. And then (laughs) seeing how they completely do not actually give a shit when something is right in front of their face. They care more about trans boys being able to use boys restrooms or trans girls being able Mm -hmm. to use girls restrooms. than they, they care about nine-year-olds faces being blown off. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. it's terrifying i actually think and we talked about after god what was it parklon um orlando one of them we Mm. talked about this before and i got some heat for that too but i'm gonna say it again because i don't fucking care it's my podcast i'll do what i want um (laughs) i think they should actually start showing pictures of these kids dead we, we constantly show pictures of the parents crying, hugging, and it makes us sad. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, 
when you're in the military, the first time you actually see a dead body, it, it, you will change how you view war. You will, it changes suddenly from this hypothetical that you're involved in because you're there, you're, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going on intellectually. You understand that people are dying. You get that. Mm -hmm. But when you Mm -hmm. actually see someone with a hole in them and understand that there was something you could have done to prevent it, it changes Mm -hmm. you. And Mm -hmm. I think we don't, it's gotten to the point where if that's what it will take, I mean, they have no problem showing aborted fetuses to try and scare people into being pro pro birth. Why aren't you willing to show a full grown or a nine year old? Cause maybe they're different. Is, is that what it, cause it's not the same thing. Like, is that what the problem is? Because, um, I was watching this doctor on TikTok who was talking about shootings also. And, and he was explaining that. Yeah. And then they list all these, you know, he was a shooting victim, but he didn't die. Like we saved him or whatever. Uh The long-term trauma that that inflicts of having a limp, having a walker, not being able to use your arm, like, especially those bullets that are used in AR 15s, they shatter nerves. They shatter bones. They shatter, you know, entire muscular systems. And everyone's like, well, you should just be grateful that they're alive. Well, yeah, but what's the quality of life? Are you willing? Are you willing to maim an eight-year-old forever so they don't have full use of their left leg? Are you willing to make it so they can never throw a baseball or a Frisbee? They can never Mm. paint again because they got their hand blown off. Like even the survival stories aren't necessarily butterflies and fucking rainbows. Right. Oh, I didn't even mean to talk about school shooting again. I went off on a tangent because I was kind of irked by the emails I got. So, well, I mean, it needs to be addressed. It's a big deal. And it makes me real mad that like the cops there are really like, that makes me mad too. So yeah, I kind of went off on a tangent. The more you learn about how much they didn't do, it is infuriating. And how much they could have done and what that, that the outcome could have, could have been differently. If it would have even saved one kid. One. You know, it's worth it. Well, and you know what? We live in a society now where it's like, okay, you know, it happened, what, two weeks ago. We should stop talking about it. I don't think we should stop fucking talking about it. I think we should keep talking about it and keep yelling about it and, and keep explaining how we feel about it until something fucking changes. We have to stop voting these fucking people back into office. Greg Abbott should not win his reelection bid this November. He should not be sitting in that office. He should be removed because do you know what he said, Joel? Did you hear what he said? Well, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. For whom? For whom? Could have been a lot better too. (laughs) Could have been a lot better. What a fucking ig- that is something Trump would say. Yeah, well, he's a little he's a little Governor Trump. Yeah. What a heartless, ho- horrible thing to fucking say. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a stupid, ignorant, heartless. <laughs> like, could could have been worse. 
<laughs> when I saw that on Tiki Taki, I was like, there's no fucking way he said that. And I'm no fan of Greg Abbott. Like Greg Abbott is a piece of shit. For those who don't know, he's the governor of Texas. So I was like, there's no fucking way he said that. I Googled it. Sure as shit. Now in an interview, you can watch him say, well, it could have been worse. You know, his like advisors went, Ooh. <laughs> like as soon as he said that. This is the same guy who is okay for banning abortion in Texas. And when they said, even in the cases of rape, and he said, well, that's not a problem. We're just going to get rid of all the rapists. <laughs> oh, are we playing if I had a magic wand game now? Like, is that what we're doing? Because that's He neat. sounds like a fucking dumbass. Yeah. You're just going to get rid of all the rapists. Okay. We're just going to get rid of the rapists. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that, Greg? <laughs> you fucking potato. Yeah. It could have been worse. Oh, could, does it get worse than no. little bitties getting shot? No, no, it, it doesn't get worse than that. No, <laughs> I don't even think it gets worse in the case of if that gunman had only gotten a hold of one, it doesn't really get those parents. No. Huh? I know. I can't even not not only. And that's kind of a universal truth, right? Like no matter what parents you talk to, if you talk about the idea of having to like bury your child mm-hmm. before you, that's not the natural order of things. That's not how it's supposed to go. Parents are supposed to go first. Right. So if you talk to them about the pain of burying their child, even if there was no culprit, like let's say your six-year-old gets, you know, cancer and, and right. passes, there's no actual culprit, that pain is still unbearable. I can't mm-hmm. imagine if there was an actual perpetrator that caused it oh. like the pain and anger. I don't know how you survive that. Like I just, I don't know how you don't die of a broken heart because it's just, there's no, you can't justify that in your head. Like cancer that not that you can justify that, but that is, we are human beings and sometimes our bodies just, aren't strong enough. Oh, it still crush you. Like, Oh yeah. yeah. But at least that is, I I think is something that's more, it's easier to wrap your head around, not easier to deal with, but easier to wrap your head around of you have a why, Mm -hmm. you know, these fucking gunmen are going in there and doing this and they, and I, I mean, you just have no closure with it at all. Like my kid just went to school was killed and then the gunman doesn't even have to fucking answer for themselves most of them are shot mm-hmm. and killed which i understand you know but fuck like they're you, you you're never gonna get in a why you know well, and in the like, same thread if you asked any republican or democrat any human being if you could snap your fingers and end childhood cancer forever would you the answer is a resounding yes, of course, yeah, right? Of that course. is your answer. Yes. They literally have the power to snap their fingers and end the number one cause of death for children in America. Mm. And they don't do it. Guns because kill they more like children. Shooting, because they like shooting guns. Guns kill more people than, guns kill more children than cancer does. This keeps reminding me of, of that shooting that happened because it was right up the street for me at the uh, at the movie theater that I always Aurora, went to yeah. the Aurora, call, you know, at the Batman premiere. 
And it was like, a lot of that was, they weren't little bitty kids, but they were, most of the people in the movie theater were young adults. And how he just did his fucking mass shooting in there was covered full, you know, toe to toe and armor. The, the They couldn't even shoot him down because he was so heavily guarded in armor and military grade, you know, it's just like, that's another shooting. It wasn't at a school, but fuck, it was a mass shooting in a movie theater with a lot of, and it doesn't matter if you're young, old. I, I sure, no, 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 no. But little bitties is a lot harder to deal with. But I mean, that that was still tragic as fuck. He killed well, yeah. so many people. Because you, you picture people going to something they enjoy. Same with the Las Vegas shooting where people mm-hmm. were just at a concert. I tell you what, I don't go. And I think that was because a movie that was a movie theater we, we always went to. I do not go into a movie now without and I wasn't there you know, without thinking about that. Yeah. Like looking at the exit doors, you know, cause that's what he fucking came in through. Yeah. Was the exit he door. Down the by exit the door open, yeah. yeah. Like it's just, it, it's just fucking horrible. And Colorado also has very loose gun laws. Mm-hmm. It's another state. It's a cowboy state. Well, and here's the thing too. It doesn't matter. California has strict gun laws and yes, per capita per hundred thousand, we have less shootings, less shooting deaths here than other places, but it doesn't matter. Cause you know what we're right next to Nevada and Arizona, you know, mm-hmm. how easy it is just to drive to Nevada or Arizona and get a weapon and come back into California. Mm-hmm. Like until the gun laws are universal, it doesn't really matter because people will drive. I mean, that guy from Vegas, he drove to like seven different states to pick up ammunition and guns mm-hmm. and so that he wouldn't be tracked like that mm-hmm. was very premeditated very thought out but he knew where to hit you know mm-hmm. like he knew where to go to get what he needed and that's what he did and th- those are the type of people we're dealing with so we we don't have room to have these laxed loophole gun laws where you can walk into a gun show and purchase from a private seller if you're mm-hmm. 17 years old, which yes, I know is illegal, but nothing prevents him from being at that gun show. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we selling guns at gun shows? Why, why are there are gun shows? <laughs> right. Yeah. Why are there gun shows? Well, I can understand if people wanted to go and actually hold them and test them. And I'm not advocating for them at all, but then you should still have a 28 day waiting period. What? Like, because we have a 10 day waiting period in California and I don't know, Canada does 28. Maybe there's a happy medium. I still think 10 days is probably a good amount of time as like a cooling off type of situation. But like, why should you be able to walk out of there, out of that gun show with a weapon in your hand? With a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. And yeah. yes, guns are tools. But let's stop pretending that's all they are. They are also their tools with the only intention being to kill something, whether that be an animal or a person or a government you're trying to overthrow, whatever. That is their purpose. It's like when people are like, well, what about cars? Well, that's not the only purpose cars serve, though, is it? People need them to get to work. They need them to make a living. They need them to get their kids to school. Like cars aren't only designed to mow people down. 
Well, and that's not what the tool is made for. That's not right. what a car is made for. A gun, like you said, is made to kill people. And if you're going to have the argument, and I, because I've heard the same argument too, of it's a tool, okay, then they should be, the tool should be assigned to that job. There's nobody in the general public that doesn't serve in some form, military, police, that needs an AR, an assault rifle, to perform their job. Mm -hmm. Unless you're in active, harsh combat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Unless you have, you know, there's there's absolutely no reason. I'm not going to use a screwdriver to put a nail on the wall. Right. We, there's, there, there's, there's nothing for the general public to need an assault rifle for. Right. So we have no job that requires that tool. Right. At all. <laughs> or a fucking shotgun. I don't know if, how many people have seen the damage a shotgun can do. A shotgun shell, it's a shell because it's full of a bunch of tiny, and I'm just saying this for anybody that doesn't know, it's full of a bunch of tiny little metal beads that are specific to blow a hole in something you know 10 inches wide mm-hmm. they're not long range weapons they're close range weapons to mutilate something mm-hmm. there's nothing for those either mm-hmm. none of us well <laughs> i don't know if you live on so one of the deterrents in pennsylvania you put salt bullets in them and it scares bears off when they crawl over your fence like you can shoot a bear with salt what i'm just saying like different that's different that's i'm just different. saying you put salt in them that's totally well, so you don't so you don't kill them it'll sting though yeah it's not gonna feel good no it'll get rid of the bear but you're not gonna blow a hole through it either no well i know some people in california who have shotguns in their house for home protection who put salt bullets in them who put actual like uh, that's the caliber they use. They put salt ones in. So even if there is a home invader and they shoot, it's going to hurt. If, it's going to hurt. But even <laughs> yeah. if they accidentally hit someone else, it's not going to kill them, right. but it's going to put them down. Oh yeah. So it's going to hurt. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Salt embedded in your body. Woo. Well, and that's, and that's why I don't think people understand either. There's so many less lethal protection equipment Get a bat. that you can a bat you, do you know how fucking much those uh beanbag guns oh my god so bad <laughs> those motherfuckers hurt not just that do you do enough people know how to handle a firearm in close situations where that person couldn't get it out of your hand and use it against you do enough of you point. rock stars out there that carry you know nine millimeters or 40 calibers do you do you know how to use that without it being removed from your hand i've even been in a lot of training and i think that if i went up against somebody who knew what the fuck they were doing could probably get it out of my hand if mm-hmm. they knew a, th- the right technique and stuff like that and i've shot a lot of guns yep. in training and stuff like that but there's always somebody fucking bigger and badder than you and that knows what the hell they're doing that can get it from you yeah <sighs> so that's What's my spiel? Um, let's hear your uh, NASA corner. So the 
Hubbard telescope, not the Webb, not the James Webb. The, Hubble? T- the yeah, I'm sorry, the Hubble. Oh, telescope. I thought another uh, one. Okay, the Hubble telescope, not James Webb. Okay, I want to make that clear. James Webb is not fully functioning right now. Hubble, this is literally what what NASA said. Something weird in quotes. <laughs> is going on with how our universe is expanding and it cannot be explained by current physics. NASA. Cool, 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 cool. So the data from the Hubble telescope has shown there's a huge discrepancy between the universe's current rate of expansion compared to the rate after the Big Bang. How How they're judging this, it goes into a lot of like, physics talk um so i'm not gonna bore everybody with that but basically we have the universe after the big bang they thought that they thought that the universe had actually slowed down and expanding and that it was going to essentially slow down so they have milestones like stars that our telescopes keep track of to see how um the distance that they're going away from us basically the hubble telescope with its current images so the hubble telescope has been for the last 30 days has just been going around collecting a ton a ton of data the most more data that it's ever collected in the last 30 years in this little 30 days because they're sending it out farther so it's been so it took images of these milestones. These milestones are two times farther than they're supposed to be. Cool, so cool, 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 cool. Universe is expanding in ways that our current physics cannot describe. And they said that it's actually going to change the way we see physics. Is like, it because of that giant black hole? In the Milky Way? I don't think so. They really don't know a lot of it. Well, yeah, why. I mean, I guess if NASA can't explain it, why could you? Yeah. <laughs> it's called, so, so what, it's, what it's measuring is called a megaparasec as a measurement of distance equal to 1 million parasecs or 3.26 million light years. That's how far this telescope is looking. It suggests that the universe's evolution and expansion is more complicated than we had realized and that there is more to learn about how the universe is changing. Duh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, we know nothing. Right. NASA, yeah, who do we think we are? NASA says astronomers, in quotes, are at a loss to figure out why there are two different values, but suggested we may have to rethink our basic physics interesting glad i never took physics (laughs) super interesting so we originally thought it was like 43 something milliseconds i I don't have i don't have the exact things pulled up in front of me it's actually expanding at like 45 milliseconds which means we're like 7 million light years off which would change the way we view time in physics it's really interesting. Oh. Yes. Yes. So if you have a chance to read through it, um, it is interesting. It's a lot of 
talk that goes over my head, but I grasp the basic concept of it because it's like a lot of um, really smart people talk talking about mega parasects and stuff like that. But it's a really good read, and they're actively looking into this because and NASA is literally like, we don't fucking know. We're we're wrong. We're wrong because the universe is expanding at a rate that we can't even calculate yet. We don't even have the math to calculate what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so, uh, so an interesting thing about this. Okay, this is fucked up. So what keeps the universe expanding is what NASA calls a dark energy. The universe is not only expanding, but it's expanding faster and faster as time goes by. Scientists at the Dark Energy Survey told Mail Online as illustrated the NASA graphic. So they call whatever this is keeping the universe expanding, basically sucking it out. NASA calls it the dark energy. So the expansion of the universe has not been slowing down due to gravity, as everyone thought. It has been accelerating. No one expected this. No one knew how to explain it, but something was causing it. The universe is not only expanding, but it's expanding faster and faster as time goes by. What we'd expect is that the expansion would get slower and slower as time goes by, but it has been nearly 14 billion years since the Big Bang, and it has only been speeding up. And if you want to really dive into this in Google, dark energy, NASA, it's fucking scary. I picture like a super villain out there, like just sucking the universe. And that's what's going on. Cause that's how they explain it. It's but like, I mean, kind of, yeah. Like a, a vacuum that's just getting more and more powerful. Who knows the, if there is an end to the universe could be getting sucked into something <laughs> like it's crazy that this superpower is getting more and more powerful when they thought it was going to get less and less powerful after the big bang super that makes me very uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's really cool to read about um again they they go into like all of like the actual percentages and like how they're measuring it and stuff but all that stuff's kind of over my head it's still just a really good read but i have really good news they NASA has announced so you know they're making a trip back to the moon uh in 2024 that's their plan they're take out the recycling yeah yeah it's gonna be uh the first woman and the first african-american to ever land on the moon they're they're sending a woman and an african-american which i think is really cool that is really cool and what do you think about that uh underwater volcano that exploded that released all those mutant sharks all the fish yeah oh i thought it was cool all the mutant sharks and fish and stuff well and then if if, if you look further into that article they found it a uh, completely underground a whole forest i know that was badass yeah that has in china and that sinkhole that has yeah. all kinds of shit down there that we don't fucking yeah. know about species like we, we didn't even know existed we think the whole world is explored and it's not even fucking close yeah that was the badass mu- the mutated fish i think is really cool i hope that they're going to be able to survive in the ocean now that they're basically not living in fucking hot lava and <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean the planet is warming so like yeah so they've got that maybe that's why I, I think there's something about like that's why it exploded mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. global warming perfect but, 
I'm telling you, so, global warming is the only thing that stresses me out. But seriously, if you have the time to look into what the Hubble telescope found, and here's why they're so excited too. Once Weber gets up and running, or, or Webb gets up and running, James Webb, it is the, it's going to have even more. This is what they're excited about. It's pictures and imaging is going to be 10 times better than Hubble. So they're going to get Webb up there to look into what the fuck we're looking at. And they're going to have to figure out the math to do it because it doesn't make sense. There's, we don't have the math or the formulas or the measurements to even comprehend what the fuck is going on. That's so crazy. Like, it's so crazy. I took Lincoln out the other night to look through the telescope for the first time. Mm -hmm. And, um, during when we were supposed to have that like uh, meteor shower, we didn't see anything here, but it was an exercise in patience that I was not prepared for. Cause you know, on a telescope, like the slightest move, like throws it all off. So I actually bought uh, a thing to hold my phone to it so that I can zoom in on the star. So he'll be able to see on his phone. Um, We haven't done it since then. He's been a bit of a, um, he's been a bit trying the last few nights. So I'm going to wait until, um, he's in a better place emotionally before I set it up and take him out there. But, um, he was very, very excited. I was trying to explain to him what the big dipper was because Lex and I have the big dipper tattoos on our uh-huh. um, arms. Right. And, um, he just, he was like, but it's on your arm. Why is it in the sky? And I was like, well, it's a constant. So trying to explain something to a four-year-old is like, uh-uh. <laughs> Like it's on your arm. (laughs) He was just like, I don't understand. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, it's weird. So he's very excited. So I'm hoping to get him a little bit more interested in, listen, I'm by no means an expert. I just think it's neat. Like, I think it's neat. I don't know anything about physics or, but I think it's cool to look at because it's the only thing that still exists in our world. That's been there since the beginning of time, right? Like the sky is still the same sky as it was. When humans did not even exist on this planet. So mm-hmm. I just think it's a, it's the only constant, even though it moves and changes. Listen, I'm not a total idiot, but uh, yeah. So I'm excited for him to be a little bit more into it. But yeah, I saw, did you see that they dug up those ancient, they found those sarcophagus, sarcophagi, sarcophaguses, sarcophagi. Anyway of those um Egyptian rulers from like 2500 years ago. Yeah, and I think they need to fucking put them back. Yeah. I think they need to fucking keep them shut. Yep. Put them back. Listen, we got monkeypox running amok now. We got COVID still going on. The yep. fucking Russians are messing with four four and a half million old worms with viruses mm-hmm. that they found. Listen, close those up. We know enough close about Egyptian history. If they wanted us to find them, they would have left a map. Stop fucking with everything you find. Well, how about that one that they opened in 2020 and it was empty? Yeah. And that and, and, the, and there are people saying you open up that coffin in 2020, it was empty. And guess what happened? COVID. Mm-hmm. Leave the motherfucker closed. Mm-hmm. Why are why are we doing that? And yeah, why are you poking I, around in there? Yeah, leave it alone. It's a bunch of mummies. Be respectful. Let them be. Yeah, how would you feel if someone went up and dug up your grandma? Yeah. Like just I don't get why we're poking around around there. Nope. Leave them shut. Mhm. Cuz the Egyptians were yeah. brilliant. Yeah, those are some motherfuckers that I want to mess with. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Nope. Nope, nope. But shit, maybe do that's you think what they got do. help from aliens? 
I hope so. I, I really hope there's aliens out there. Oh, there's 100% aliens. Well, I know, but I'm, yeah, I'm hoping, and they just fucking came to Earth and were like, this fucking place. Like, <laughs> they're doomed. <laughs> here, here's some basic math here. We're going to toss this at you. See what well, you can you, do with it. You know, the Mayans, too, were really into, like, astrology and the stars and stuff and actually lined up their uh you know their ruins remember when we went and visited them they actually lined up all their ruins and stuff with the, so stars. the egyptians the pyramids of giza lined up with orion's belt did i mean did 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 they, all these cool people get help with aliens except at us well, i mean they probably <laughs> took one look at us and like absolutely not yeah, immediately no. no immediately no yeah <laughs> what what was that one oh we're that planet when you drive past you lock your doors like <laughs> <laughs> like yes. no, these dumb motherfuckers they're gonna kill themselves mm-hmm. yep we're, we're the scary road in, in the ghetto that yeah that you don't get out of your car at mm-hmm. i think i think aliens help them in some way and that's not to take away from i think the egyptians and the mayans and the aztecs i think they were all brilliant but there's some stuff like the building of the pyramids with just the machinery they had at the time could not have been done without the assistance of something else. The way that their mathematics were so perfectly aligned with the stars couldn't have been done without, they just didn't have, they didn't have the telescopes. They didn't have the technology to do Mm -hmm. it with the precision that it was done. So, you know, I wonder though, because I've thought about this a lot too, like how the Egyptians, the Mayans, I also don't wonder too how much clearer everything was without pollution and smog. Yeah, so how'd they line them up then? Well, because they had a clear picture at night of everything. They could see everything better. Those are awfully precise without some type of advanced technology. They had to have had, or alien friends telling them, helping them with it. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to go home, turn my light on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to blink it. (laughs) Line it up with that. (laughs) I don't know. Like maybe back then it would have been safer for friendly alien species to interact with us because they didn't have the weapons to, they didn't have nuclear warheads to fire at them if they came like, and they treated they they worship sky gods they worship sun gods they worship you know moon gods they were they had all these things that they worshiped that were of the elements that right. weren't what do we worship now money power greed mm. supposedly this guy named jesus christo jesus like right. it's muhammad like none of that at least what they worshiped was of their own nature elements. yeah right right That's they had true. a greater respect for the earth and space than we ever have that's a really good point i haven't thought about it like that have you watched the eternals no Mm, is it good all right here's my take on the eternals it is Is not is it a series well no it's a marvel movie i haven't watched a marvel movie so the eternals is not the best Marvel movie if you're looking for like the superhero Angelina Jolie's and I'm shocked you haven't watched it. Um, Me too. So it's not the best of the Marvel if all you care about is like 
the typical Marvel movie, right? Like, right, right. But it was probably the most thought-provoking Marvel movie. Okay. I, I thoroughly okay. enjoyed it. I know it got a lot of mixed reviews. It was getting a lot of hate for being like too woke. I didn't feel like that at all. The only difference to this one as any other is they had a more diverse cast. There was a lot of people of color in it and women. <laughs> like, I love their cast. Harry yeah. Styles, Angelina Jolie. It was very good. I love Kit Harrington. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying they got a lot of pushback because they said Marvel went woke. And I'm like, just yeah, because they put a few people of color terrible. in it? like Its reviews are bad, but it's on Disney. I'm going to watch that tonight. I thought it was really good but maybe it's because i went in with really like low expectations of it but like right. i thought it was very thought-provoking i thought had um, i really enjoyed the cast i thought if you were going to send down a group of like pretty much aliens to help the world right. take shape why wouldn't they look like people from all over the globe i know marvel's very white right. like very american and they have but, Black Panther. But these people... These, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the Immortals have been around since the beginning of time. So why wouldn't they look like everyone? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I I guess I think they the people who were complaining about it made a big deal about it being woke, but I don't think that's what they were going for. It's true to the comic book that was written for it. So, I don't know. People are stupid. They, they have an issue with that. I mean, every, I mean, Almost every superhero like, from a different Represented in the Immortals, I guess is how, or the Eternals. I'm the sorry, Eternals, the, Eternals. the Eternals. Every yeah. kind of race is represented. Good. And people freaked out. Yeah. But I also thought it was intrinsic to the story. So I didn't know why people were complaining about it. I love all these people. Mm-hmm. It was very good. I'm going to have to watch this. All right. What are you obsessed with this week? Salma Hayek's in it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching this tonight. Um, what, what I've been obsessed. I'm going to get a poster of her. Eleanor Roosevelt mm-hmm. is like, so Have you started reading about her amazing yeah one of my favorite things about you being on this podcast now is watching like you get mind blown by stuff that like god <laughs> it's like, like you old. haven't been my sister for 37 <laughs> years sometimes like i don't I'm know like, if you purposely ignore me or what but i just i maybe i just wasn't interested i'm like eleanor roosevelt so i'm i'm, I'm watching the show uh first lady the first lady which is fucking fantastic mm-hmm. and eleanor roosevelt's on there and before i even knew about her i was like oh she's my favorite for sure just how she yeah was and things that she talked about and then it keeps going on and on the show and i'm like oh my god it has nothing to do with her you know allegedly being a lesbian or anything like that just how she was and like mm-hmm. she was way ahead of her fucking time way ahead so progressive and didn't even know that that word even existed mm-hmm. you know and i'm she I just thought it was the right thing to do i'm in complete fucking awe of her but i like her husband too he uh, yeah he cheated on her and stuff but mm. he like loved her he made some- he made some questionable decisions as i don't give a shit that he cheated on her he made some questionable decisions as president that i don't know if they're gonna be highlighted in the show or not Probably not, but I do like that he supported her mm-hmm. in 
what she did and listen fdr got out got this country out of the depression we wouldn't have social security without fdr we wouldn't have the work programs without fdr treasure island wouldn't exist without fdr like he did he did a lot there no she did a lot too a lot of his yeah, did, but so did she stuff. she was sleeping with hick the whole time like well that's what i was like a lot of his stuff even like uh, i and i don't want so to kennedy so did clinton so did <laughs> Oh, that's another rabbit hole I went down was Marilyn Monroe. But um Did you read that she was asexual? Yeah, I've I've been so I watched the new documentary. Uh-huh. We can well we should do a whole episode on Marilyn. She we should do a Marilyn. Yeah. There's so much. Yeah. There's there's so much because what people about. perceive her as now was not who she was. Mm-mm. Mm. She was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed off they let Kim Kardashian wear her actual fucking dress because she does not hold a fucking candle to Marilyn Monroe, who is also in ways, she was like a victim. She was in to society, but like she knew it and it bothered her. And to me, that made her progressive in ways like if she would have had an eleanor roosevelt been buddies if eleanor roosevelt would have been alive like, they were know, alive somebody... at the same time was that the same time eleanor roosevelt didn't die till the 60s oh i wish they would have been friends because i mean it, she just i'm in complete i don't even want to talk about marilyn monroe it's, it's, eleanor roosevelt is my favorite human that i've learned about to this day you should really read that book I sent you with the letters that they wrote between her and Hick, because mm-hmm. it gives a lot of insight into how they kind of helped shape FDR's presidency too. And like the, that's what I was going to say. And yeah, she, she wrote a lot of his speeches and a lot yeah. of things that they give him credit for certain things that he said are from her, are from her, but people wouldn't have taken it. Right the way that they did if it wouldn't back then she was born 50 years too early oh or maybe maybe she was born right on time i don't know i i i don't know if we would have had the third wave of feminism without without eleanor roosevelt i don't know she was a fucking amazing person yeah. like i just i'm in love with her i think she's absolutely fantastic and i love learning about her so that's what i'm obsessed with this week that's a good one. I never thought I'd have a day where I heard you say that you were obsessed with Eleanor Roosevelt. That's... I think I'm going to get a poster of her to put in my room. I had a t-shirt with her, her picture on it. I wore it out, but oh, I love her. She comes from a long line. You know, we should actually do a podcast on it. The first ladies that influenced more of America than their husbands ever did. Like, mm. um, it goes all the way back to Abigail Adams. Um, Quincy Adams wife and john adams mother who (laughs) with a lot of the early american policy was shaped by abigail adams and people don't give her any credit for it there's abigail adams i'm gonna mm -hmm. have to look her up too i mean and it's unfortunate when we talk about people like eleanor roosevelt abigail adams you know susan b anthony you know, Florence Nightingale, there's a lot of white women mm-hmm. that even though they don't get the press that their male counterparts get, they still mm-hmm. get some. I wonder how many black women influence history that we'll never know 
the names of. I mean, at least these women are footnotes in history. I wonder how many black women have just been completely erased. I think oh. about that sometimes when I read the countless books about Eleanor Roosevelt and stuff like mm-hmm. who are we missing from our story? Because I mean, we we know Harriet Tubman, right? Like we learned right. about that in school. Right. But you have to kind of go out of your way to learn about any other female black historical figures. That's like you have to point. search it out, you know? That's a good You have point. to actively be looking for it. Right. Right. I mean, and everyone says, oh, Frederick Douglass. Yeah, we learn about like one black guy. We learn about Frederick Douglass and Martin Luther King Jr. in class. Mm-hmm. There was so Thomas Edison didn't even invent the light bulb. His black assistant did, and he took the credit for it. Like mm-hmm. there's so many, I don't know. We could go down a rabbit hole with this too. Um, I'm glad you're obsessed with Eleanor Roosevelt. She's I love terribly her. impressive. And Jillian Anderson does such a good job playing her in that show. I have show. such a crush on Jillian Anderson. Like she's she's amazing. You know who also is just does not age and has timeless beauty who's also in that show as um, Michelle Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer as Betty Ford. Yeah. She is just she's a she's got to be a vampire she is so <laughs> gorgeous mm-hmm. like her oh my god i'm like you are she she she's like timeless beauty like she she's just gonna be beautiful forever and viola really, davis oh i love her does it too. get better than viola davis like really especially as michelle obama i know i mean I, and, and i didn't realize a lot of the stuff michelle obama influenced Barack Obama. Did you do. read her book? No. Oh. No, I haven't. I gave it to book. mom because she always liked Michelle Obama. She influenced a lot of progressive decisions when he was kind of trying to stay. He, he didn't want to lose churches and stuff like that, you know, promoting LGBTQ and stuff. So, I mean, she's, to me, I'm sure she's an amazing woman, Eleanor Roosevelt. like she's i also really like uh learning about betty ford um she brought a lot of things to surface i think when it you know addiction yeah well yeah addiction uh women's health care you know paying more attention breast cancer and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so i really like that too but i mean eleanor roosevelt just went leaps and bounds with (laughs) so so there's this scene in the show and i looked it up to learn more about this actual event that happened i was like that's really what she fucking did so she had this uh meeting basically and they only let female reporters in and they had to they were allowed to have this meeting only if they talked about women uh women's duties and so she, she makes fun of it she's like so she's like um I am going to pass around a recipe. It takes you 30 minutes and you can hand it out to the people that, uh, cause it was people that had like um, new, news articles and stuff like that. They, they're reporters, women reporters. And she goes, and you can hand it out to them and give it to them. So that way they have more time to read what you have to say and educate themselves. <laughs> and so then they were making a joke of it during this whole thing where they were like, so, uh, Miss Roosevelt, what would be your ingredient for bettering? <laughs> you know, like it was just she like 
knew that it wasn't fucking right she like walked the line of going along with it but also like knew it was fucking ridiculous she's like the she's like the future women are going to be educated women like this is ridiculous and don't go along with what your husband votes she's like we have the right to vote now we need to fucking use it and don't just go along with what your husband wants you to vote or what he's voting because then your vote basically doesn't matter like she was just so fucking ahead of her time and so smart and so not afraid to do it i just wrote about eleanor roosevelt in the um, book aaron and i are writing because it part of it's a time hop and they go back to the 1960s i just wrote a section about her Mm-hmm. um being inspirational at that time oh yeah she's a america would not feminism would not be what it is without eleanor roosevelt and she Full had stop. the plat- platform to do it and she used and it. she was the thing that i always respected about her because there's a lot of criticism about her too that she could have done more she could have changed more she worked within the parameters provided to her so that mm-hmm. people would still pay attention to her mm-hmm. had she pushed too hard or stepped too far out of line they people would have stopped listening. Mm-hmm. She was respected by men too, which was the huge difference. Women, absolutely. But men had a respect for her as well, which was hard to come by in those days. We Sometimes we forget, we measure some of these historical figures against our expectations as they exist today. And that's not realistic, nor is it fair. Because mm-hmm. they, they could only do what they had available to them. And mm-hmm. Eleanor Roosevelt, she's a great example. She was one of the most, if not the most impressive first lady in our, in our history. Ever. She's the most impressive human ever. I oh, think I, okay. I, I, I mean, I'm just, at, I'm like enamored with her. I, th- I think she was absolutely it's very amazing. cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am obsessed with, I'm going to do this real quick. Uh, our little Lex, Stacy's oldest daughter. We're going to her graduation party tomorrow. I can't believe, I cannot believe she's graduating high school and she's going into the Navy uh, in exactly one month. And I just, I can't believe she's a- I remember when she was a a little baby. I know. I remember when she was a little (laughs) bitty too. And now all of a sudden she's graduating high school. And going into uh, the military. Yeah. So Lex, congratulations. We're all very, very proud of you. And we love you very much. And- um, Gosh, I feel like you kind of grew up with all of us because I don't know, we were all so young when you were little. Like, I really feel like you, you grew up with us. So um, I'm happy for you. Um, I'm glad you made it. And mm-hmm. I wish you nothing but great days ahead. And when they can't be great, I hope that they're bearable. She's an amazing little, little young lady too. I mean, Lexus, mm-hmm. I think is going to do great things. She's so smart and talented you can do big things a little bit yep (laughs) all right that's it for us this week guys um make good choices have the best weekend available to you we'll catch you have a good weekend bye bye fierce fan media